0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Own the Moment podcast. <laughs> My name is TJ Lasig. I was just in the incorrect <laughs> positioning, but uh, good, good fast fix there. We are back, back from our week of NFT NYC. Long, long week indeed. Crazy week of football. We've got the USD Marketplace for the Owners Club launching tomorrow. Lots of good stuff. We've got Justin with us, as always. Justin, and big, big week ahead for... Mr. Herzig himself here. here is uh, my uh, vacation
1: started about three hours ago. Um, so uh, for those don't, who don't know, I am getting married again, thankfully same woman, but uh, we did a COVID wedding the first time in a little backyard a year ago, and now we have the actual celebration and uh, that'll be next week. But this week will be a little bachelor party. So uh, TJ Coop and Bach are coming down to South Florida. We're getting a little golf going. Hitting up the Dolphins Ravens game tomorrow night um, should be should be fun. But uh, yeah, so cheers to anyone out there that is having a nice little Wednesday glass of wine or drink with me. But uh, cheers!
0: Love it. Got the bachelor party started early. We've got Coop with us too on camera at least to start here. Coop, what's going on?
2: Going well, man. Getting the uh, getting the new studio air quotes studio set up, uh, not using a 20-year-old laptop anymore. So yeah, I'm, I'm upgrading in my life. I, I don't know J- how Justin's drinking that wine. I'm still sort of in recovery mode from uh, New York City. And then my wife and I did a little wine tasting on the weekend over the over the past weekend in uh, upstate New York. So yeah, I'm, I'm in recovery mode still, prepping See for tomorrow. The,
1: there you go. I haven't drank since New York. Like, I think this was my first one. My body needed that full detox. That was... That was something,
0: and uh, it was, yeah, it was just a, a heck of a week. I had a a, a Friendsgiving thing last <laughs> night, so I was right back at it pretty pretty early Friendsgiving. But I'm going to be traveling for basically the rest of the month down in Florida with Justin. So, uh, whew, so yeah, let's uh, let's t- touch on NFT NYC a bit. I mean, it was a it was an awesome week. Got to meet a ton of people from the community. So shout out to anyone that maybe is listening that were able to meet last week. It was awesome. People from the Top Shot community, people from the Owners Club and Own the Moment communities, and a bunch of new people as well. So we had a, a good jam packed week. I, I, I feel like a, the, the nighttime life is really where the fun was at. We had the Top Shot party on Monday night. Then we went to the Nights of D Gen party. Then we had our own happy hour on Tuesday. Then we hit up a little house party action in the house of Kiba on Wednesday. And I made it into the House of Kiba tweet. How about that? i
1: that. that was impressive. They don't know that you're uh your your Kiba list for now, but I think you may <laughs> yeah. need to get a, you may need to get one after that. I do need I do need to get a Kiba. That party was sick. Oh, it's sad. I see all the comments about the stash. And the sad part about it is it's what is it Wednesday? There's about four more days at the stash until it has to get shaved off. And uh that's uh that's wife orders for the wedding. So enjoying it while I can. Um and then who knows? As TJ says, it will be back next November.
0: Always, always a November stash for the Herzig uh, bot. Coop, I'll what were your w- thoughts on last w- week before uh, Bach?
2: Yeah, I think like – being in in real life uh meeting the community members in real life i mean um you know monday night uh football nights nights of D Gen party kicked it off and and really set the set the stage and set the tone um our happy hour was awesome to see all the community members come out i got to meet a guy who actually played for for my pittsburgh steelers he was telling a fantastic story about like his entire like invitation, how he came to the Steelers. And he said it, the first day of practice, he lined up one-on-one first, literally first drill against AB and just got absolutely torched. It was just an unbelievable story. Um, so yeah, just seeing people in in, in the community and um, being with them, being around a lot of people that really understand NFTs, like you could learn a lot of stuff. Um, I'm just super bullish on everything coming out of last week.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was so fun. And I mean, I kind of like, like, yeah, it was like conference during the day and such, but so much more of the value or the events and everything that was going on around it. And, uh, definitely had like a bit of that kind of Vegas style feel with everything that was going on. And also with, when I left Thursday, that Vegas feeling of like, Oh my God, like I've stayed a, a day or two long. Like my body couldn't handle it. Um, but it, it was just nonstop, something going on, and everything was open bar. Everything was full. Everything was drinking. Everything was high <laughs> energy. Everything was great vibes, great people. Um, it was it was a really good time, and highly recommend if anyone has an opportunity uh, to go to it, whether it's next year or whatever we end up seeing. For it, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, shout was. out to
2: you if you stayed until Friday or whatever. I was seeing on Twitter like Thursday night, and people people were still going after it, and I was just like, man, I I don't know, my body would have just been in uh in shock at that point so a uh, shout out to those people that were still getting after it on thursday and friday
1: love it all right well uh coop thank you for joining us we uh we'll, we'll bring bach on and uh we'll, we'll say hi we'll say goodbye to coop maybe we'll see him a bit later in the show but uh bach come on on and uh I'll say one more. I was seeing some South Florida questions. So first off, Lord NFTs, of if anybody is down in South Florida heading into the Dolphins game tomorrow, we will be tailgating. Shoot me a DM. You're welcome to join us. You'll have the OTM team and a bunch of my friends that'll be there tailgating for a few hours before. And fingers crossed, we may actually have some tickets for some local people as well that we'll introduce tomorrow. Not sure. Not like legitimately don't know yet, but I'm trying to get some. Um, so we'll keep you guys updated. Love it. It's
0: exciting stuff.
1: What's
0: going, What's
3: going on? Like, sorry I'm late, guys. You know, it uh life got away from me today. But uh, you know, I heard we were kicking off the Herzig Bachelor party in style on stream. So I had to had to figure out a way to make it. You uh do you have a drink in, with you or oh I've got I've not only do I have a drink, Justin. I, yes! see I have a Cigar City Gaia Vera. Cigar City from Tampa, obviously. Uh Justin's Tampa St. Pete area, Justin's hometown. So uh, really enjoy uh, enjoy all cigar city beers and figured it was uh, it was an appropriate occasion for it.
1: It's such a good sipping beer too. Yeah,
0: great beer. Fantastic, fantastic. You know, it was not so great was the football games last week. Well, maybe the, I mean like oh it was God. just what happened. Like I feel like it was one of the lower scoring weeks that we've seen some major upsets. Cowboys losing some other games that maybe weren't upsets, but good no, but teams that came close to losing. I don't know, it, was, it was a wild week.
1: Cowboys were 2.2 touchdown favorites lost to the Broncos and were never in it. Uh, Bills, arguably best <laughs> offense, arguably best defense, lose to arguably the worst team in the league. And what was that, 9-6? 9-6, um, just like the yeah, worst
3: football game of all time. Right.
1: Then you have the Rams one I think was a bit surprising uh just because like how bad they looked in that first half and how they went for a weird style where they decided we're just going to try to keep Stafford in the pocket not actually use like the line for motion and stuff and they kind of picked it up in the second half but like that Tennessee team even without Derrick Henry like is a very good team I think their their upsides kind of cap without Henry but like that's a solid team so maybe not the biggest surprise there um and then again like Saints and Falcons. Yes, Saints didn't have Jameis. Like, yeah, they had Simeon. Um, but like, still losing that game wasn't a, at home. I think was a was a bad loss. To the Falcons.
3: And I mean, like, Raiders upsetting the Giants was surprising. And Browns Giants Bengals, upsetting Raiders. Excuse me, Giants yeah. upsetting the Raiders. Yeah. Raiders losing to the Giants was surprising. Browns Bengals. I mean, certainly, a like, weird game. Not a huge favorite. Um, but you know, yeah, a super weird game. The Chiefs putting up. 13 points against the Packers. Um, and, you know, and like that was just an absolute, absolutely terrible game. Like, yeah, it was just a bizarre NFL, real NFL week. And not surprisingly, that were translated into a bizarre fantasy week. I mean, I think, Justin, you put out the, the tweet. Um, the top seven individual scoring wide receivers from last week. Like, no, no people you would ever have played. Right. Like, look at this list. I mean, we knew Elijah Moore on Thursday for for. Uh, Toc, but like, look at this list. This is the top scoring seven wide receivers in standard scoring in the NFL. Like, Devonta what is going on?
1: Devonta Smith is the only one who's like maybe a top thirty-six wide receiver this year.
3: Right, he's a legitimate talent, and like Elijah Moore could be good. Darnell Mooney shown flashes. Tim Patrick's done well, limited opportunity. But like, these are the top seven. Not like, oh, these are guys who caught a touchdown this week. <laughs> these are the seven best wide receivers fantasy scoring in the NFL last week.
0: it really is something that i don't know that we've ever seen before and yeah it it directly translated to low dfs scores and then you know when it comes to the owners club stuff the the kind of saving grace and the thing that made that week interesting was the thursday night game that just went nuts between the jets and the colts and as you can see here top scores across the board qb running back wide receiver all came from that thursday night game you also see the the New York tight end came in there in the top five, but uh, what what do you guys think about that Thursday night game and how we saw a lot of marketplace action going, you know, during the game, after the game, and uh, could could be interesting again this this week with with Baltimore and.
1: I mean, I think Indianapolis running back was we were talking. What Bach was it? You and I on the Friday show we talked about yeah. this. Um, cause we're, you know, we kind of went through and we went through these prices and stuff. And like, do we think these end up staying? And like, I gave a number and Bach, you were like, no, I'm too low. And like that Colts, the Indianapolis running backs, 48.8 or whatever it was like, that's extremely hard to beat for running back. That was the clear number one. We knew that. And what we were saying is before the game and not even be- only before, but really like half hour into the game, there were still two Indianapolis running back cards that went for $60. And then as the game went on the cheapest. And as the week went on, the cheapest you would get those four was like, I don't know, between 250 and $325. Like that's how much that jumped. And Indianapolis running back was a pretty strong card to begin with. So like knowing that a, like, Hey, you've got the opportunity to get a pretty strong card B you've got this Thursday upside for in the case when that goes off, you know like there's still edge. And I think that this is, Definitely on off from a technology standpoint, like the difficulty to get that to USD, like, yeah, it's not the easiest process for everyone to have bought before the USD marketplace. Now that we have the USD marketplace, now that you can buy with the OTM balance, I'm thinking that you're going to see a lot more of the strategic side and more people getting in where, oh, I can buy these ahead of time. I don't need to worry about the wheat conversion and stuff and hope for the best. And hey, with Baltimore, Miami, not good defenses this year you could see some high scoring this week. And, uh, Bach, I'm curious, your take. Who do you think, I guess, kind of in a hat, but, like, who do you think has the biggest opportunity here to kind of blow up from a positional on the game tomorrow night?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's tough because so many of those position groups are already priced at a premium, right? The, the Baltimore quarterback like you're already ranking as one of the top five plays, Baltimore tight end, you're already ranking as one of the top five, seven plays for the rest of the season, Baltimore wide receiver, you're ranking a little lower. I mean, I think Baltimore running back is the interesting one. And we're talking about like, I'm staring at them right in the middle of this screen right here. We're talking about them as the number as the number two priced uh, or sorry, number three scoring wide receiver last week, but they're cheap. Yeah. I'm looking at this right here. Baltimore running backs are cheap and, I mean, You saw it literally on the scoreboard we just had up. They were the, th- the third highest scoring in a good offense. It doesn't take a lot for your running backs to get there and in a high scoring projected game. So like, but, I'd be all, I'd be all over Baltimore running backs. Um,
1: Baltimore wide know. receivers, $30. I don't think that's a highly valued one because yeah. it's, it's a little fluky and stuff. And you think like how many wide receivers they have, they have Marquise Brown. Um, I don't know Sammy hasn't been healthy and stuff. So I think that's one where he seemed, it sounded like he was close last week though. Yeah. And like, if you were to buy that today and it didn't go off, what can you sell it for next week? Probably the same thing. Right. Like the risk, there's just just minimal risk, especially if you're included, if we, you know, if we see that there's increased liquidity as we're expecting, John, don't tell me to shh, you know, we're having a Wednesday night show. If you want to get ahead of the game, you get ahead of the game. You don't wait until tomorrow. Oh, I know. There's no USD marketplace, but if you're watching this show, I know you're sharp enough that you've already been in the marketplace going.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it'll be interesting. And, you know, looking the, the the mega sharps, if I was out there, I'd be looking ahead towards a, a certain Thursday that's coming up where there's going to be three games that are, are playing. And, you know, we're all going to be sitting around eating a bunch of turkey watching those lineups so definitely would be thinking ahead to you know the opportunities are going to present themselves for thanksgiving week do, and you, wow, realize, look at the,
1: yeah. do you realize how hungover we're going to be on thanksgiving like just from the next two weeks of bachelor party wedding huh. and then the tryptophan that you have on thanksgiving like i'm lucky if i
0: make it through that first game it's gonna be gonna be a long long couple of weeks here but uh I, I think we can can hang in there Not one double-digit score in the top five lowest across all positions. Everything under 10. I feel like it just goes to show how just ugly this week was.
3: I didn't realize Carolina QB was that bad. (laughs) And they might be starting P.J. Walker
1: this week. Right, so they might become top five highest. I agree. (laughs) XFL.
3: Yeah, the old Josh Johnson treatment so to give a little pj walker
1: um he's looked pretty good in the xfl um i wouldn't say he's a running qb but he's definitely mobile the problem is when we've seen him in action in the nfl it has been bad and uh i still want to believe that like he's got some but i like potential but we haven't seen in the nfl so that is definitely one where I'm going to continue to be I'd be continue to be popping that in the low ball, just expecting that PJ is going to throw interceptions, be hesitant and teams are just going to beat up on them. Um, what other injury injury kind of components should we talk through Bach do we think are kind of relevant? Um, Cause that's a little kind of fresh, fresh stuff.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that we, we haven't, you know, really talked about yet is the Titans after Derrick Henry, right? Like, definitely saw them running the ball a lot less saw even in a positive green script their running backs do okay not spectacular like I think the reacting to the Derek Henry news is going to be important and it's going to be tough to figure out because there's still a team that's you know with the injuries to Julio with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback doesn't want to air the ball out a bunch and so trying to figure out like when the running backs are going to have good games I think is a big yeah. one.
1: And it's interesting because I was playing second half for that, so I watched and I was paying a lot of attention to that game and the running backs, and McNichols was the one who actually let in snaps and let in plays. Now, some of that is because at the end of the second half, even when they were up a ton, they were playing two-minute drill and he got a decent amount there. Uh, you saw Adrian Peterson actually get the start, but then you saw Donta Foreman get a lot of the touches, and there was just no efficiency by any of them. Uh, so that's where I would say, like, I think you're just gonna continue to see they do have a desire to run the ball. There will be some weeks where they score a lot of points on the ground. They're gonna be a little harder to detect just because they're not gonna have the level of efficiency that they did with Derrick Henry. Um, but I would still be kind of looking for some good matchups where they're favorites, they're going against a bad run D. And uh I think we're gonna see some some bigger weeks from those running backs, just uh nothing like Derrick Henry, obviously.
3: Yeah. Completely agree. And, and you know, you're not excited to play them, but they're definitely a team that when they, like, run the ball because they want to run the ball, they could still end up there. I- I'm looking through the kind of the, like, the injury news from today. I mean, like, Chase Claypool, yeah, but you weren't excited to ever play Pittsburgh wide
1: receivers anyways. That's fair. Because now there's no Juju, no Claypool. You're going to have Deontay Johnson, James Washington. Like, Najee Harris might get 40 touches. Yeah, it- I mean, this doesn't matter as much for TOC because of, you know, lack of your catches don't get you points, but like he's also going to be using that passing game more often. Uh, But I do think like, Hey, that does, I don't know. It's not good enough to, they're just not high enough powered offense to really matter. But what do we think about Rogers and
3: Russ Wilson? I know we got some question marks there. It seems like why would, if you're the pack, I mean, well, like the Packers are obviously gonna make the playoffs, right? Given where they are. The Packers are gonna be a decent seed in the playoffs. You know, are you really gonna be able to rush him back after like cause I don't think he's even been in the building all week, right? Like it's not only that he can't play, but like he can't even be in the building. So he's not really a part of the game planning. Can you really rush him back? Like, I don't know. I, I think Russ is gonna play this week.
1: Yeah, uh, I, so Russ got the okay from the team doctors and such, and so I think that's a positive. Um, it's interesting, like if you look at the wild card race, like Seattle's actually still kind of in it. Um, that like last spot or two is ugly. Uh, it, it's really available for anyone. So I think just from a football sense, I'm interested to watch them. I think Seattle wide receivers we used to consider them one of the top five options in like positive game scripts, and I think they move now back up to uh ha- having some like legitimacy. Yeah, I'm seeing the Cleveland running back with COVID. Uh there are no Cleveland running backs this week. What is it? I think it's Dearness Johnson. It's he just home? Dearness
3: as at right. this point. That's right.
1: Because Chubb, Kareem Hunt still hurt. Um oh, what got hurt right? Felt, Felton also is a COVID close contact
3: I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah um,
1: right. So like it's literally just Dearness Johnson also no Beckham so it's Dearness Johnson it's Jarvis Landry it's Donovan people Jones like oh Baker Baker has no friends out there right now
3: (laughs) Uh, yeah and I mean we've already seen Dearness have a have a big game right like he went off in the game again the Thursday night football game forget who they played them off the top of my head but he went off in that Thursday night football game um and you know, I mean, I don't think you're you're bummed. Like they're, they're going to sign somebody or elevate somebody from a practice squad to play the backup quarter or backup running back spot. So, I mean, I think that you know that's still a fine card to play. Um, it's certainly not nearly as exciting as if you had Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think Dernus Johnson is a better DFS or
1: fantasy football play than the Browns' running back, than Cleveland running backs are as a team play. Um, but yeah, thank you for bringing that out. Josh Orlikowski. um, TJ, if you don't recognize that name, it's because you still owe him a one-on-one coaching session. Maybe you can move that over to TOC. You'll see him next week down in Florida.
0: There we go. Josh, well, uh, well, well, uh, maybe I'll give you a, a golf lesson or a beer pong lesson, any whatever, after you spend a couple of days with me, you, you can decide what uh, life skill you want to take a lesson from me on, or Hey, maybe I'll decide that there's nothing that I could possibly, uh provide you with that, that's gonna better yourself as a human entrepreneurship right. yeah 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 there we go all right anything else on week nine before we start to talk about the week 10 slate we got coming up
1: where's it where's odell gonna land Bach? where were we thinking
3: the i think the latest was like debating between seattle and green bay um and i know you missed one. Oh, who the saints Oh, I hadn't seen that one. I th- yet. I
1: thought. We're, I thought they're the favorite. Um,
3: Are they? That's what. I, that's what I think. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I, so I would say Seattle. Except I don't like if he really wants to go to a contender. I think you know there's still a chance to make the playoffs. But he's on the outside looking in. Um, but I'm. You know, I'm reading the World War blog right now. Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks actually expressed interest. Saints and Patriots heavily linked. Like, does he make anyone better at this point? Does he make this? I mean, those are all teams with terrible wide receiver depth charts, right? But, like, Packers and Chiefs,
1: Saints too. He makes the Saints better. I don't think he should go to the Saints, but, like, they don't have a number two. Even if he's just a decoy on the field, none of those teams have a number two wide receiver. There's no way he's worse than McCall Hardman. And when you look at the Saints, like Michael Thomas ain't coming back this year. You're looking at Marquez Calloway and Traquan Smith. Like, no, give me OBJ. Even if he is a nuisance, even if he's never been, like, you know, let it, uh, he think he's had one win in his career or something in the playoffs. Like, it, it's ugly, but those teams don't have wide receivers. I think Roger is Can Gre- you
3: imagine? Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, if he goes to Green Bay, I think it turns into a nightmare. I think it just. I don't think he plays Green Bay style. I don't think him and Rodgers
0: would end up having chemistry. Um, yeah. Yeah, he seems yep. like a tough tough one to just <laughs> locker room killer right there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, he's got some time. Pa- Patriots won him. I
3: mean, can you imagine OBJ and Belichick in the same locker room? <laughs> like how, can you imagine OBJ and work? Mac Jones? Like he's going to, oh, my God. <laughs> he would
1: eat the little rookie quarterback up. Like I'm already scared with him and Simeon. I think that's why like, he ends up not going to the Saints. I think if it was Jameis, he would have gone because oh, they would have been a perfect combination because Jameis has no problem throwing into the coverage. He doesn't lead the wide receiver. He's just willing to challenge it, and Beckham would just love that. But, yeah. Yeah. I think Raiders would have been the right fit. And uh, if he didn't have as much money on his contract, I think they would have put a waiver claim in once they lost Henry Ruggs. But the fact that they're not even being linked to him, I don't know, that might be my, more of an OBJ thing. Maybe he called up Antonio and Antonio warned him.
3: you think DJx makes the Raiders better? I think he's a perfect compliment. So that I think so I think,
1: D- I think Djax makes any team better. And we've seen that from his quarterback efficiency ratings. Just getting someone like Deshaun Jackson, who spreads the field, the stats for those QBs significantly improves. So,
0: I love D-Jax. He'll always be a, an Eagle at heart in my mind. All right, let's get into the slate this week. Go through our optimal lineups for each of the four contest formats, and of course, starting with the main event, where we've got the Buffalo quarterback the Indianapolis running back Tampa Bay wide receivers, Kansas city tight end going back to the well with the Kansas city tight end, despite just constant struggles and the Buffalo defense.
1: So Bach Bach made these, I'm going to let Bach go through all of them. And then I'm going to give, just give my feedback to him because these were, these were his selections and then I'll kind of react to them.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think uh, Buffalo quarterback, like they're, they're high total, they're huge favorites, um, but they've been throwing the ball a ton, especially recently. And with the Zach Moss injury, like they're going to continue to throw the ball a ton. Um, I think that given you know Josh Allen's efficiency in the red zone, yeah, this Buffalo QB makes sense. Indy running back, like this might be the best car running back card for the rest of the season right now. Like Justin, do you think there's a like is there a running back card you'd rank ahead of it for the rest of the season right now? Knowing what we know about Chubb and Hunt.
1: Um. What what other contenders are there? Um Dallas. Dallas is still yeah, up there. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'm I'm yeah. gonna put I'm gonna say Dallas is a very strong argument, and I think I still put them a little ahead. Um, but yeah.
3: Yeah. So and they're playing Jacksonville, so enough said there. Um Tampa Bay wide receiver again, like high total. They throw the ball a ton, uh, and you know. I think not the Bills wide receiver went away from the stack here, just because Buffalo can spread the ball out. Uh, Buffalo can, you know, and Josh Allen can, you know, get him with his legs, but Tampa Bay scoring concentration is just so tight with their wide receiver group. Uh, Kansas City tight end. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. At some point it's going to hit maybe possibly, uh, but like also who are you going to pick ahead of them? Like, yeah, the, they're, they're still actually it, the
0: leading point getter average at twelve point three eight, so that is the leading average for tight end. Goodness.
3: I think we say that every year, but tight end has been so bad this year. It's bad, it's really, so really bad, bad, bad this
1: year. Tight people don't realize it, but tight ends actually get injured more often than running backs. Teams don't have backup tight ends, and so that I think is to begin with a negative that always makes it seem like it's so deep. And then we also just always such have to, we have such youthful jubilee for deep uh, for tight ends to begin the season that, Oh, this player is going to, Oh, Cole Komet just had his best game of the season on Monday night. He put up 80 yards or whatever, but like literally has done nothing else. Um, We're actually starting to see two rookie tight ends this year. Do stuff both with Pitt and Atlanta, which I think it's going to be exciting. Um, But no, I'm in, I'm in agreement. The Tight ends with drop. I'm going to put on like my, I don't know what well, Bill Simmons as the voice. And he's like, Bogman, how do you choose Buffalo? Buffalo just put up six points against Jacksonville. They can't do anything. You think they're going to pass the ball and now they're playing against the Jets. You are ridiculous. And you're using Indianapolis as an argument because they're playing Jacksonville. When Jacksonville just stopped Buffalo to six points. You are ridiculous, man.
0: That's just how I felt. Like, I don't know. you. you <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. We, br- bring, bring back uh, Ted Lassa. Uh, I just introduced my mother-in-law to Ted Lassa. She loves it now. It's fine. <laughs> um, but
1: no, I think there's a good choices. Uh, I, I'm, so you don't have a stack. I think that's a little interesting. Your stack is a QB defense, which normally we don't, you know, aren't a proponent for. Um, I'm not gonna like fire you or anything or give you a raise for it. Uh I would have liked to have seen a stack. Uh <laughs> but you're going against the Jets. Um yeah,
3: yeah and <sighs> I mean, just looking back through it, like stacks. Stacks are winning, but not not every time. Obviously, like this week was a bit of an anomaly because the stack that won was the Thursday night and we knew it. Um, But the week before that, we gave stack did not win. Uh, I think week seven, it, it did like a double stack one. But like we are seeing stacks not hit. And I, I know that that's lower likelihood, right? The reason we stack is because we have to get fewer things right. Um, But yeah. I, I think... Buffalo's just been so spread the ball so much. Dawson Knox looks looks like he's going to be back this week. Like I think that um, I, you know, I, I, I think it it's easier with that team to go away from the stat.
1: Yeah, and I know you had a busy day, so you might have missed this, but I would not put Tampa wide receivers up here, and I think they're going to be not great this week. Um, no Antonio Brown. It doesn't look like Chris is going to play, or at least he's questionable right now. So they may only have Mike Evans. Um, who I would put is Dallas because I think Cowboys versus Atlanta Cowboys. That's the highest game. Total Cowboys have the highest projected points. We've seen what Dallas is doing. Dak is now back as bad as they looked against Denver last week. I think they come out clicking and I could see multiple hundred yard games for both CD and Amari. And, uh, that's who I would really be focusing on from my wide receiver. That's so a good segue in a side here hustle. into
0: the side hustle that I don't I don't think you actually knew that that's what he picked in the side hustle, but we got the, the Dallas stack in the side hustle. Didn't we have some like ridiculous tie for the side hustle this week? Well, because everyone played
3: what was it? New York quarterback that- and uh indie running back. 16 people played that at one. <laughs> the winning serial number was five. The second place serial eight. number was eight. Eight. Imagine having the eight cereal and not winning and being pissed about it. Because I would have been pissed about it.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, And then, yeah, the difference between $1,000 for first or $75 for, I think, like 16th. Um, Speaking of Dallas, shout out to Plunge Father who flew to Dallas today only to realize he didn't need to fly to Dallas and is now flying back home. So enjoy those planes and uh, we'll give you the uh, Dallas shout out plunge.
0: Shout out Plunge. That's a that's a plunge. that's a fun day. <laughs> yeah, apparently they were trying to plunge tell him was great. Like he didn't he wasn't
1: supposed to go there or didn't have to go, but uh was already on the plane, so it just turned around basically.
2: <sighs>
0: All right. out with plunge last week. Good times. Yeah. Good times. But yeah, we got the Dallas stack in the side hustle. I think that's a solid one. A little bounce back, maybe get them a little bit more contrarian than you would on a typical week for people that are scarred by the yeah, performance
3: these- this past week. Zeke's yeah, a
1: little banged up too, so. He's he's going to play every game just because he knows the second he sits out a game and Tony Pollard looks like Tony Pollard actually can play, he may lose his job. And, like, so I think doesn't matter how banged up. Like, Zeke's going to be out on the field. We saw it this past week in the game where, like, Zeke was banged up, sat out for a couple plays. Tony Pollard took a kickoff, almost returned it back, and Zeke's like, uh-uh, I'm going back in the field. <laughs> Why would he care? He's going to get paid either way. <laughs> needs to eat needs to eat yeah that's right that's right i was gonna pull the shirt up for my belly but i figured no we'll let him do that i'll just do the eating part
0: oh no oh no now i need to segue to low ball all right here we go we got everyone's favorite we got carolina quarterback after putting up four points this past week jacksonville running back detroit wide receiver carolina tight end nice little quarterback tight end stack there in the low ball love that and, of course, the Falcons' defense. So uh, I love how are we feeling about the, the the low ball here this week? Yeah, I mean,
3: like these are the worst teams in the NFL, right? <laughs> the worst offenses in the NFL. It's not hard. Play the worst plays, right? Play the best plays. Play the worst plays. Um, I do think stacking in the low ball, like a quarterback and somebody has to hit, right? Quarterback in one of the pass catching wide like, positions has to hit, just given the – like if, if a quarterback's putting up five, six points – they're not catching touchdowns and they're probably not putting up a ton of yards so
0: yeah i feel like the the mini stack but not over stacking unless like you think a team's literally not going to score any touchdowns i feel like i think you mentioned this one time right justin of yeah. playing the full team of someone almost has too much of a floor i personally like totally do not
1: i like playing qb wide receiver and tight end
0: i don't want to play the running
1: back with them as well because and we saw this with the Jets with a game or two where the Jets like scored one or two rushing touchdowns and no one else did anything. And I think like the Jets literally average like one point per a game. So for the tight ends. So like that's already fairly safe. Um, but the same idea like, hey, you're looking for a quarterback that has no passing touchdowns. OK, we go off the assumption that that is correct, because for you to do well, that needs to happen. OK, so my quarterback has thrown no touchdowns. If he hasn't thrown any, then my wide receivers and my tight ends haven't caught any. So stack those, and we're just decreasing how many things you have to get right to win this. I wouldn't put the running back in because your quarterback can score none, but your running back still get a touchdown or two, and that's perfectly okay. Now you could put them all in, and then you're hoping that this team just gets completely shut out. The problem with that as well is I think a little too many people do that, so now you're losing some of your contrarian
0: aspect there. Bruce Coop in the private chat is just going on a rampage about the Pittsburgh tight end. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure why. I was just reading that. We might, have, if he comes on the stream later, we might have to have him defend that in some way. I mean, but he's, fire talk, me- he's talking about a cr- criminally low price for a pit top tight end. This isn't. Ugh, I and I'm he's also on this- Pittsburgh tight end.
1: I was going to say this isn't dynasty, but like with the OG contest, it kind of is. So maybe like you want to get your Pat Friermuth Pittsburgh tight ends before next year. I mean, Coop, you give me a thumb up or thumb down, but like big Ben, ain't going to be back next year. So unless you think you're getting Rogers to Pittsburgh, which like, I know there's some rumors around this, but imagine Rogers, then you have your Pat Friermuth and like, yeah, Friermuth is good. He's very good. He's going to be yeah. one of the young, big tight ends that like we keep names. So, uh, yeah. If you're playing for that OG contest and you have a cheap, uh, Pittsburgh tight end. And especially if they actually get a quarterback next year, that has a chance to be like a top
3: five tight end card. Love and it. yeah,
1: I see Stan loves like, yeah, he had a friend had a breakout big game last week.
3: Also real quick. I was just looking at the low ball. Shout out to Zake playing, uh, uh, Joker in the low ball for $500. Played a Joker DST, picked the New York Jets, and hit for $500 in the low ball. Well done, sir. Well done. That's how you zig when they zag.
1: How much would that card have been on the marketplace, Ryan? I feel like That's you could amazing. have gotten New York Giants defense for like $20. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. I wonder, I wonder what the ownership of Jokers are in the low ball. It's got to be low. but I mean, actually, <laughs> it wait, so was it, was it, it was the Jets, right? It was so the it was Jets. Locking was the in, so you're locking night. in the one point from Thursday like, night. Locking and the, the Joker Thursday defense. So it's like the one yeah. time where you know that you can lock in. That makes sense, actually. It's but like,
1: I want to know how much move. that card you could have got a Jets defense in the, in the marketplace for. Unless, like... Mm-hmm. People were react. Actually, I do remember they were buying this. up
0: from Thursday. I think people
1: did buy up a decent amount of those that night because I kept remember seeing New York American sold, New York American yeah. sold. Yeah. So
0: again, it goes back to for the people listening to this show. If you have somebody listed in the marketplace before Thursday night game, there's really not a, not a ton of upside to having it listed. So uh, the 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 sharps that are listening to the yeah. show, it's probably probably some good advice. And then,
1: did we have uh did yeah, I think we, what was it? Bet, uh, bet the house got first in the low ball, second side hustle, or vice yeah. versa. I the house I had a great is grinding.
0: Round. Shout out to great, yeah. Speaking of Thursday night games, and Bach, I don't know if you realize that you did this, but you did. You put the Baltimore tight end. Oh, into the, cheater, 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 pumpkin eater. So is yeah, this no, some just... alpha? Is this some uh, super extra <laughs> alpha <laughs> he's, that he's that confident? Baltimore, he's that confident. That confident. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. Yeah, I know. I for, I forgot about that. Uh, and we're only going to the game. Why would I remember what teams <laughs> we're gonna watch play? Um, at least it wasn't the Miami tight end when we're gonna be in Miami. Uh no. Uh, okay. Well, so on the spot, if I have to pick another tight end, it's rough out there, guys. And we can't. We said we, we changed the rules. We can't pick Kansas City because we're already playing them in the main event lineup. Give, I mean, I think me Dallas, you got to go back to
1: give, give me Dallas, like Dallas tight end. Let's go. You're going a little off the grid, but like we're trying to get a little
0: unique. But you've got a game that's going to be a shootout. We I mean, we just talked about Pittsburgh tight end, and you guys aren't going to give producer Coop the love. We're not ready for Pittsburgh tight end and the Misfits yet.
1: No, eight and a half point favorites. Pittsburgh, Najee Harris is going to touch the ball 40 times. Um, trying to see what else. Also, here we go. No, no, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going LAC, I'm going with the Chargers, I'm going with the Thunder ah. Horses. Because what we're seeing with the Thunder Horses is, is they're using both Donald Parham and Jared Cook a decent amount. We're seeing them both in the field, and uh, their snaps are high. Yes, like they still have a lot and of Stephen other weapons. Steven Anderson, evidently. That's true. That's true. I was not going to pull that name out of my butt. Um, well, well done there. Um, but, yeah, so, like, th- that's, I think, going to be one that has some upside. Dallas, I mentioned just because they're in a shootout. If Blake Jarwin was still healthy, I'd be a little more bullish there. I like Dalton Schultz a little more on the kind of fantasy DFS side than for this. Um, but yeah, LAC is where I'm going. Thunder horses. Love it. Yeah,
0: the old Thunder horses, and then we got the Tampa Bay D. I feel like a solid, solid choice on any given week. Who's And they're playing Washington. Yeah. What's um? We're gonna get Fitzpatrick
1: back soon. I hope so.
3: That's the that's the I love rumors. Fitz. Yeah, he's so much fun. Oh, he's great. He's great. Uh,
1: Heineke's fun too. Heineke, like, you know, not from a personality-wise, like not wearing the chains and showing up at the press conferences, but like his style of play on the field. Yeah, that's really play.
0: why I love Fitzpatrick. Okay. It's really the, the, the chains and the the chest hair out at the press conference. Yeah. I mean, you got you just have to respect it's it.
1: Oh, like the man's fast. Harvard educated. Yeah. and, and he's, he's still doing he's, that. <laughs> It's unbelievable. When he was at Tampa throwing to Cameron Brait, the Harvard Harvard connection, like just whiz. You knew there were just books on books in that locker room.
0: <laughs> Big brain, Fitzy. All right. Anything else on the week? I mean, I'm I'm really extra excited for the the prize picks picks for tomorrow night's game since we're gonna be there in person. So yeah, we're, we're really need to really be uh, to be jamming these and firing these. That's true. That's true.
1: Um, I see the, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So Las Vegas is another good one. Um, Waller, I mean, going to be healthy going against mm-hmm, Kansas mm-hmm. city, been pretty easy to do what you want against that Kansas city defense. As long as your name's not Jordan love. Um, no, I think that that's, that's always going to be a solid one. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't not play those.
0: Hopefully we got some higher scores this week for the sake of the people at those green screens usd marketplace gonna be buzzing i'm excited for that i like it i like it also i've been loving uh i feel like we didn't get a chance to say this on the show because we we're off last week but loving the screenshots in discord of the new mobile mobile app when people are are winning that cash so keep keep the screenshots coming nothing better than a, a good screenshot at any point in the slate too you know, send that send that early screenshot when it's 120 and you're at top of the leaderboard. Hey, hold when you can. Shall we jump into some prize picks, Justin?
1: Yeah, so I'm just pinging Bachman. Um, does the ZTR's table work for you? Um, it's not popping up for me. I can give them a ping. It might just be my browser or something. Um, maybe they decided to you know put me in a black hole and fire me. Um,
3: yeah, if I finally fired you. About time. Uh, well, I mean, so they're, they're
1: like, Justin, the why haven't I you put out, out best? Why haven't you put out best ball content in two months, Justin? <laughs> Just kidding. There's no best ball right now. Um, what well, do you you see, Bob, that. I bet we could find something. I mean, there was there was midseason, but I wasn't that not <laughs> enough.
3: Um, do you see it? The table is not popping up for me now. The, OK, the OK, so that's not, that's doesn't not that doesn't seem to have it.
1: Okay, so let's just go into Prize Picks as I pull this up. Talk to me. What are we expecting for the game tomorrow night? What kind of game script are we thinking?
3: Yeah, I mean, so just to quickly, uh, quickly reset on this, we are at uh, tomorrow night. It's looking like
0: I got it here. So we've got we've got a, a forty six and a half over under. We've got Baltimore yeah. at Miami as a seven and a half point road. Favorite. Do we know so, who's uh,
1: playing QB for Miami?
3: I don't I'm gonna guess I no think because two is unlikely. I think two is unlikely trending towards a so, so he's listed as questionable as of five uh, PM today.
1: Limited for Jacoby in practice. And there's yeah. no Jacoby in the in
0: betting opportunities here. Mm, really? So they just have so them off the board. This is any, also yeah. probably why ETR didn't put their stuff up yet, maybe. Maybe we're just waiting too much. That could
1: be. That could be. Um, all right. So passing yards, we have 230 for Lamar. Rushing, we have 62 Lamar, who got the 100-yard $100, 100 bonus last week. Freeman, 39. Gaskin 39. This feels low. Um,
3: I, I know uh, I know. ETR earlier today really liked the Salvin Ahmed over on 11 and a half. Okay.
1: All right do we wanna say that there's a rushing flow i mean because
0: you these two could very easily both hit it hit the over yeah we've got we've got a, a request for Gaskin fantasy points gaskin fantasy just, points you're so it out
1: it last week all right let's take a look so gaskin fantasy is at 11 um Saban Ahmed is not even on there. All right, let's do, uh, let's do this for the people. So instead of Gaskin yards, we're going to go Gaskin fantasy over. We're also going to go with the Salvin Ahmed over, basically thinking that there's positive game scrap for the Dolphins with running. Maybe they're ahead, or at least there's a lot of you know scoring going on. So they're both going to hit their over. If Miami
0: is running, Bachman, TJ,
1: what else do we think is happening
0: in this game? Lamar. We got to get some Lamar action, right? What was that? Those yeah. passing yards? I mean, Baltimore is, well. is, is throwing the ball a ton right now, right? And Lamar is just arguably the one of the best fantasy weapons out there. 230 passing yards. I mean, I guess my gut is, is never to go to Lamar on the passing end. Do, are we, do we feel comfortable enough with how he's been passing? It's also not like impossible to just go with his rushing too because I think game script independently, Lamar is going to be running the ball. doesn't matter if they're behind or ahead. Sometimes if they're chasing, he might actually run more.
1: That's actually what does happen. Um, I think there's a small correlation that when they're behind, he actually runs just because the defense maybe plays a little man coverage, which means the cornerbacks are turning their back, which means he's able to kind of get out there. If I'm looking at his game log recently, his yards for the past two games were 86 and 107. They lost one. They won one. Nope. That's backwards. Um, Last two were 120 when they won 88, when they lost to Cincinnati, 51 62. So, the last two games he has run. Uh, I want to be cheering for him to run at the game, so I'm fine with us going with uh Lamar over rushing yards. So, all the rushing, all the rushing, all the rushing overs. overs,
0: all the rushing overs, and uh, and and normally
3: of course not want to do got what four <laughs> nacho crumbs in the stash, Justin over under nachos guy, not a nachos guy. That's really the question here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, So we've, we've got the points for it. We've got
1: like the giveaways going. I'm still waiting, as I said, to see if we're going to be able to get a couple extra uh, tickets for the game. But uh, maybe we'll have to do a fun, uh, some kind of tailgate bet or something amongst the OTM guys. We'll see. Love it. All right. Putting these in. $20 over, over, over. Come tail us. Come join us. I like it. So, yeah, normally we would not go three running backs in a game. Normally, I wouldn't even go two running backs in a game, but because two are on the same side and one is a very low amount, Salvin most likely gets over those 11 half yards if they're having a good game on the ground, which means Daskin also has a good game. And then with Lamar, it's just a bit of an outlier for whether or not he gets there on the other side.
0: I like it. Fire those those prize picks in. Remember, if you haven't already, go on over there, prizepicks.com the simplest way to play fantasy sports, make your first deposit promo code TOC and deposit a hundred dollars or more. And you will also get two free owners club cards sent your way. So th- definitely check those out. Uh, prize picks is great. I'm, I'm excited to be in a eligible Prize pick state tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah. finally. It's going to be a combo. So we, uh, we got sports betting down here in Florida last week, but oh, okay. any day they it's like maybe go into the court cases and stuff. Um, so it's kind of in limbo. We definitely don't have nearly as many options. It's all, I think Indian, uh, reservation casinos. So like at the Hard rock and stuff. Um, but prize picks definitely down here. And then for people who were looking for the Prize fix Parlay and the Thrive Fantasy, we are shifting those to the Friday show, just mixing those up with all the giveaways to make it more fun um, and gives us a little more time on this show to talk through some TOC stuff. Um, if there are any questions, because we definitely wanted to leave a couple minutes as well. So if you have any questions about kind of the games this weekend, strategy, the USD marketplace anything else happy to kind of take those in chat now um otherwise DJ bach not sure if there's anything else that you guys were kind of thinking through
0: shout out to jano's that's that's a heater right there that's that's a heater i like love that, that. Love uh, that. yeah i'm scrolling chat here seeing if there's anything yeah jonathan you're you're right like that that is what it should be
1: i don't know why but the vernacular that i use is far more common of just like what they like the casinos down here are called. But yeah, yes, you're right. Native American casino. Um, but because they, they call them Indian reservations. Um, but yeah, Native American, I guess, is correct. I'm not sure why that is commonplace on
0: here. We have a question from SB Mitchell in the chat. <laughs> what time is USD Marketplace Live? Let me. So, uh... Is that a CD so question? What that time feels like do I hit the button? question? Oh, that's just a classic SB Mitchell troll because it's live whenever, whenever he hits the button for it to be live. <laughs> But the expectation is that it's going to be uh, before kickoff sometime tomorrow night. So uh, the idea is to get a little bit of action going before and then during the game. SB Mitchell just loves entertaining himself. Nobody nobody gets more enjoyment out of that than himself. (laughs) I love it. I love it hi right. any uh, so if yeah any any other questions
1: so will you load up your marketplace balance or buy per transaction
0: yeah. so how this will work so you can you can purchase with your OTM balance so if you've cashed in any contest and have OTM balance you can purchase with that otherwise you purchase directly at the transaction level the next level state will be that you can deposit into your OTM balance but right now it's either balance from the winnings or it's loading indirectly with a credit card
1: yeah that makes sense we got good, some good questions through we'll uh, we'll rapid fire through poker pro eric yeah. giving a little tongue-in-cheek do i sell my baltimore qb game uh after the game tomorrow when lamar jackson gets five TDs? well as long as those five TDs include 62 and a half rushing yards we'll be okay with that um no nah, eric you play that in the main event you qualify for it You join us in Miami at the final and we celebrate there. And maybe we'll even play a little poker at the hard rock while we're at it. Poker pro Eric. Um, Next one. I'm going to go to you Bachman. It's week 10 from John O. Is it a good strategy to sell dupes right now?
3: I mean, it depends on what the dupe is. Right. And also, I'm, you know, I, I'd be keeping a close eye on the week 17 schedule. I'd be keeping a close eye on the number of entries as a reminder, you're not limited on number of entries for the online final for the main event or the side hustle so you know selling duplicate kansas city tight ends, selling duplicate um you know indianapolis running backs probably not i'd just play them in multiple lineups uh selling some of the other dupes i think like trying to time the market like could make sense but yeah i mean you know i, I don't think people are giving enough credence to the online final and just the number of cards that are going to be in play and the number of entries that most people will have for that. Yep, I think we were estimating around
1: 20,000 to 20,000 plus cards. So around like 40 plus percent of the cards that are out there um, are going are gonna to be necessary to be used in those final, assuming all qualified entries, you know, compete. All right, I'll throw this one to you, uh, TJ, from Nathaniel Kennedy. We can gift cards now. Any plans to allow for trades so where both sides have to accept the trade? It'd be weird if only one side accepted a trade. That would make for an interesting ecosystem.
3: It's not a great trade.
0: That's yeah. called stealing. I would say that that is something that we have discussed, but there is no concrete plan, one way or the other, as to what I, I would not, I would definitely not expect that this season if anything, it'd be a year two and beyond thing. So not the season and you know, similar question here from John O or just another relay question. How many OG events will there be? And is there an exact rotation? So we have not said anything about exactly what the events will be. It will be different events each week. And in terms of how many, it'll be one contest per week. So it's going to be one contest per week. It's going to be a rotating format. And our plan is, I would say probably by week 13 or 14, we will lay out much more clearly kind of what the plan is for the rest of this season and, and next season, but not going to say anything more than that. We've, you know, we're trying to be very intentional with our announcement strategy and, and not say anything that is half true or, you know, only saying it in one forum and not in the others. So as you saw today with the USD marketplace, went, went across Discord, Twitter, and an email at the same time. We will be making a similar announcement to that later this year that talks about the plans for the rest of this way as well as what to expect going into next year.
1: Yep. Right. I like this one from Jonathan. Um, what are the who are the three best shutdown corners that, that directly affect the wide receivers they play? Bachman, I've got two that are top of mind. I'll start with that and then maybe you have a third. But uh the two that jump around yeah. my mind are Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander. Um, I think those are the two that from a DFS perspective, when I think that those are going to be kind of uh, locking on a wide receiver, um, I kind of stay away. Now, from an actual DFS perspective, we're seeing a lot more often that wide receivers are being moved around the field using the slot. And we don't really have that many cornerbacks that are following wide receivers into the slot anymore anymore. Um, but agreed if they do have like a green Bay or a Rams that have just those shutdown corners, like it does impact the entire offense. So those are the two that jump out to me. Bachman, do you have a third?
3: Yeah. I mean, there's a couple like Xavier Howard, Tredavious white, Stefan Gilmore, probably three. Like, I don't know that I would pick. I mean, I think the other thing I would just call out is like, well, I have two things. One, I think, in general, this uh, matters less than we think it does, right? This is more a perception than reality thing around cornerbacks. doesn't matter? Uh, I'm not saying defense doesn't matter, but I'm saying that shut down cornerbacks, uh, in large part because it's so easy to scheme touches to wide receivers away from those cornerbacks. Um, and two, it matters a lot less in TOC than any other game because when one guy gets shut down, targets go to the next guy. Yep, 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 yep.
1: Um, yeah, Xavier Howard would have been at the top of my list, but I feel like the last year or two, we just haven't seen it out of him as much. And, um, I'm almost, I'm blanking the name right now. I don't remember who was the, uh, Atlanta Falcons running D back, who was a shutdown for two years and then just kind of fell off the map. Yeah. I
3: don't know that, guy um, that we don't remember anymore. Right. Yeah. That, there you go. Uh, I'll probably remember Marlon keep another, calling out. Producer group calling out uh digs from uh from dallas, he's having a he's, great year. That's he's a, a little hawk. flashier, right. he's a hawk. that's a little flashier than it is shut
0: down. But that De- is Desmond Trufant the guy you were talking about, yeah, that's right. Justin. is
3: that or is it Desmond something else? Yeah. Um, no, Desmond Trufant. yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, oh,
0: okay, I think he was gone. That, that could be, yeah, more Brown, yeah, it uh, all right. I think we've set it all for tonight. Any final words, gentlemen, before we head off to a, a weekend of Miami? Deion Sanders. Yes. There we go. Uh, I don't think anyone no, – no one can match what Dion was back in the day. He was just the shutdown of all shutdowns. Well,
1: I think um... – Oh wow! Uh, I think Daryl Rivas was the definition of shutdown corner.
0: Um, I, I don't. Rem- I, mean,
1: I'm, I was a little too young. I don't remember if Deion Sanders like really actually shadowed or like if he you know just kind of played the possession extremely well. But when it was Daryl Rivas, like they literally just showed how much they would allow him to just take off that half of the field. And if you were throwing to that side, like there he was, and he would just play. Like there's a reason why they called it Rivas Island because he never needed safety help, and that was a such a significant impact on the game because he pretty much said, hey, you're not throwing to this side, and then it also allowed their safety to cover the other side. Um, but we also didn't see offenses play the type of schemes, play the type of run-pass option, type, play the type of take your best wide receiver and put them in a the slot more often like we do now.
0: Revis Island. Sherman, too, was was a beast for yeah. for a bit there as well. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. We will – are we taking the week off next week? I think um, we might, we'll, we'll, we'll tbd on anything next week but i think we'll I think we, do wednesday night yeah we'll yeah. do wednesday probably okay well, well we'll we should likely be back next wednesday but uh you guys can find us in discord on twitter etc in the meantime and look over to the usd marketplace going live tomorrow night all right that'll do it on behalf of justin on behalf of bach and producer Coop with his fancy new setup behind the scenes i'm tj lasig we will see you guys next time